Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Taylor's Coltex. I don't even know what episode we're on. We're on like six, seven, eight, maybe. I don't, I don't really know. But another week, and uh, I did not have a good week last week or this week. The, the, the combined, it, it was not good for for my picks. I went ballsy, went balls to the wall, and um, they did not hit. My picks did not hit. And, uh, you know, that's part of the game. You, you make the hard picks and you gotta deal with them when they don't, um, when they don't hit. But, um, is what it is. Does that mean we're gonna stop shooting? Absolutely not. Shoot or shoot, and we're gonna keep shooting. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna hop right into it. Starting off with the good old MLB talk. The Atlanta Braves have won the World Series. As a Mets fan, I have dreaded this moment, is word you could say. Hate was the feeling that I felt when I saw them celebrating. But it was an incredible run, a truly incredible run, and you can't take that away from it. They played incredible. Um, Jorge Soler, World Series MVP, very impressive. Freddie Freeman finally gets his ring. Those are things as a baseball fan in general, you just kind of have to accept. You gotta live with it. You gotta live with that stuff, and you gotta give recognition. Congratulations to the 2021 World Series champions, the Atlanta Braves. That, that was hard. That was hard to say. It's very hard to say. But. It's, it's sad. It's sad. Uh, saw a stat today. Every single NL East team has won a World Series this, this since the 2000s, except for the New York Mets. Last time we won was 1986. And got close in 2015, got close in the early 2000s, but we couldn't hit. Couldn't do it. Marlins, Philly... Nationals, Atlanta, all there before us. All there before us. But, you know, with the MLB season ending, it opens up something else. Possibly one of the craziest, most chaotic parts of baseball. The offseason. And things have already started to happen. I mean, there was a trade today between um, Tigers and the Cincinnati Reds. They acquired Tucker Barnhart for a prospect. Pro, prospect, prospect. Um, nothing too crazy, but the fact that things are already starting is pretty insane. Um, a lot of opt-outs of contracts. Um, Castellanos opted out. Um, Pilar opted out from the Mets. Um, I think the rest of the guys decided to stay on their teams. But it's the uh, free agency is here, baby. Um, Things are going to start heating up. Technically, free agency has not started, but there's still conversations being held, extensions to be had, trades to be made. And uh, I wanted to make a couple of, uh, how to say, predictions, I guess, on what I think the offseason is going to look like. Um, salary cap has gone up this year. It has gone up. You know, that means it means more trades more acquisitions for these big market teams. Mets being one of them. Um, 
What does this mean? It means those lower market teams are going to be trading. And you know what um, organization loves to trade? Even though they're not that big, like they're not a low, low market team. They're like decent. But you know, they, they just love to trade stars away. That's the Cleveland Guardians. They're the Guardians now. They're no longer the Indians. Cleveland Guardians are going to trade one of two players. Jose Ramirez or Shane Bieber are going to be off this team by this offseason. Um, they got rid of um, they got rid of Bauer, got rid of Clev, got rid of Lindor, got rid of Cookie, get rid of Bieber. I think Bieber is more likely to go because Ramirez is just an MVP candidate almost every single year. Um, and he's kind of the heart and soul of that team. Lindor was also the heart and soul of that team, but I feel like Ramirez is more loyal, I guess you could say. And I, I just think that he gets, um, it's a possibility that he gets traded. Um, but I feel like Bieber has the higher possibility of getting traded. And I think we might see one of the craziest prospect hauls we've ever seen if he does get traded. Uh, I mean, you're, you're talking about, I, I, I think the you have to trade away at least your top three prospects to acquire him. Something insane like that. He's on a good co contract. He's not having a, a super big contract because he's still young. He's still on his rookie deal. Um, you make a trade for him, you are set. Um, who do I see trading for him? Yankees. I, I see Yankees. I, I, I just see Yankees running all over this. Uh, a couple other predictions I'm going to make. Um, Yankees also need a shortstop. I see them going after Seager. I think they get Seager. Um, it's going to hurt, but um, they got the outfield set. They got Satan, Judge, and Gallo. Don't need to make any additions. They need pitching. That's why I predicted um, the Bieber. But I think they also need that shortstop filled. Um, they do get can't rely on Glaber anymore. It needs to be they need a new one. Seager's a free agent. There's a lot of other free agents. Story could also be an option, but I think they um, they go big. Seager's probably the best free agent shortstop. Um, him or Correa, I would have to say. Um, I don't want to make a bunch of predictions. I'm, I'm just kind of making a general thought on what I believe can happen. But I think we're ha going to have another big trade besides the Beaver trade. Just another big name player that kind of you don't think is going to go. But... Um, I'm trying to, maybe a Buxton, maybe a Byron Buxton gets traded. Um, trying to think of someone else. Not saying as much something like the Lindor deal. I think it's gonna be a haul like the Lindor deal, but um, Lindor was in trade rumors forever, it felt like, until the Mets finally got him. Um, it felt a lot like Mookie Betts, like you knew that they would have to move on from Mookie. Um, but I don't really see that a big name like that. I think it's going to be a surprise player that gets moved. But enough on the offseason crap. We're not fully in it. It just literally just started. Um, let's talk NBA. Um, a couple takes I want to make. Uh, Celtics are frauds. This team is not good. They have no good chemistry. Um, they just can't get it. They can't get it going. Uh, I believe um, was it Marcus Smart came out and said that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown don't want to pass the ball. You can't have an, a, a teammate of that to say that. That does not build good chemistry, and with a Celtics team that almost feels like there's always drama surrounding it, you can't be having that. 
Um, Celtics are frauds. They're going to be a bottom playoff team, and they're going to be out round one if they even make the playoffs. Um, Tatum's good. He's He has so much talent, but I don't think they get it going. Chemistry's not going to be there. Um, Knicks are having a bit of a sketch right now, I guess you could say. Um, say a little hole in the road. I think they lost back-to-back -back games. I think it was Toronto, and then last night they lost to Indiana. Um, don't worry. Don't worry. This team is going to be the best team in the East. Um, stand by that. Um, they're not going anywhere. They seem to get it rolling again. Uh, they just got caught up. Something couldn't hit the threes. Defense got a little mi mixed up. Not worrying about it one bit. Knicks are still there. Um, bit of the... I'm always talking about East. Let's talk about the West. Um, I think the go-to team to win it all win the West, I should say, is the Jazz. The Jazz look the best in the West right now. Um, the Warriors are in that, too. Lakers... Lakers need to get it figured out. They they have something missing right now. I don't want to say it's a chemistry thing, because you do have... You would think these guys would have chemistry. I, I don't know if it's a coaching thing. I don't know if it's they just need to get it running. But Lakers got to get it figured out before they're considered a top team in the West. But Nuggets, I'm not seeing enough. Suns, I'm not seeing enough. Jazz and Warriors look to be the hottest of the West. And I do think the, that Jazz will win the West. And they just need to get that momentum going into the playoffs. And they can't lose. They always lose in the playoffs. You got to keep it going. Push forward. Mitchell is my guy. Love him. He's a Mets guy. Dad works for the organization. Love him. I, I, I just always root for him. I want him to be a Nick, um, but I don't think it's going to happen, especially if he does get things going with the Jazz, and I hope they do. Really think it's going to be a Jazz-Knicks matchup in the West. For the for Jazz for the West, Knicks for the East. That would just be awesome. I would love to see it. Um, Knicks fans are going to go crazy more in that atmosphere. But, um, yeah. That the uh, Lakers. I'm just going through my notes right now. I have a lot of Lakers stuff because you just this team is. It's not what you would expect. I think it actually came um out that LeBron's gonna miss a week. I believe something with his uh, hip or leg. Um, he's gonna miss a week. So Westbrook and Melo and Davis are gonna have to lead this team. Um, maybe they get it rolling without LeBron. When LeBron comes back, hopefully that doesn't interfere with anybody, anything, but they need to start winning games now and getting that momentum rolling. Enough on the basketball side of things. Let's uh, talk NCAA. A lot of stuff happened. Um, my picks did not hit. I, I went really hard with them. I uh, went really, really hard, and they did not hit. Um... <laughs> But one that did hit, Michigan State beat Michigan. Huge, 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 huge win for Michigan State. Big statement game is what I would like to call it. It was just, it was impressive. It was very, very impressive. Um, Kenneth Walker, five touchdowns. Are you kidding me, man? Had that one controversial touchdown where he like threw the ball and we didn't know if he crossed the line. I think it still got ruled a touchdown. But Kenneth Walker, amazing. Absolutely amazing game by him. Defense looks great. 
coaching is incredible. He's one of those coaching candidates for the LSU job, along with Lane Kiffin. But, not talking about that now. Thank you for winning Michigan State, and thank you for not making me look like a complete idiot. Because every single other game I picked, uh, lost. <laughs> Started talking about that. Um, Florida State, you choked, man. You choked. You choked for me. You had it. You had it in the bag. And you let Clemson grab it back. These are two bad football teams. They're not amazing. They're not good. They're eh. They're eh. But I, I just thought you could pull it off of me. I thought you could do me a solid. I picked you. I gave you a shot. And you let me down. Ohio beating Penn State. I really thought Penn State... After, I don't know why, I thought they could do it after losing in nine overtimes. Oh yeah, Penn State, who just lost in nine overtimes, should beat Ohio State. It's because I just didn't have faith in Ohio, but now I they are slowly getting my confidence back. And they're looking kind of good. They're looking kind of good. They are. They... And they're not, they're, they, I think they're fifth or sixth in the playoff rankings. I don't know. I just know they're below the actual playoffs um, with Cincinnati. More talk on that later. Um, but they are a good football team. They're getting my confidence back. Stroud looks good. Defense looks good. They look back. But can't ignore the loss to Oregon. Even though Oregon is lost, had a worse loss, but we don't got to talk about that yet. So they are slowly sort of gaining my faith and confidence back, but I'm not gonna, not gonna give it to them all yet. I just don't trust them. Don't trust them yet. Talking about Cincinnati, you gotta stop winning on such low scores. You're you're looking at, you're looking decent against these bad teams. You need to look amazing against these bad teams if you want to make the playoffs. Not only do you have to go undefeated, you have to dominate. You have to go balls to the wall, kill everybody in sight type thing. You you can't. You can't let up at all. And that was a bad win. That was a bad win this weekend. Um, I think that you were only up by 7 or 3 at halftime. Like, come on, you should be up by 40. You want to be a college fo a college playoff team? You got to win by 40 against these bad teams. You got to. Absolutely have to. If you want a chance, you gotta start blowing these teams out. I get that they're undefeated, but th these teams ahead of them, they're better than them. Some teams behind them are better than them. You could argue a lot that the teams behind them are better than them. They have better talent. Cincinnati's just really well, well coached. They gotta start blowing up the scoreboard. Notes turned off there for a second. Um, really, really upsetting in the Ole Miss-Auburn game. Corral got injured. Doesn't look to be a bad injury. It's not looking good for him to start this weekend. Um, but really upset. Heisman candidate. Can't, it's going to be hard for him to win now with an injury. That might send him back, but I still do think he's the best quarterback in the, uh, in college football. He's going to be the best quarterback prospect still. Um, but, yeah. Just shaky there. Um, scary when I saw it happen. 
looked a lot worse than it turned out being. But um, glad he is healthy and looks like he'll be back within the next two weeks, I'm hoping. Um, hot take. It seems like everybody's upset about these college football playoff rankings. I'm not. I agree with them. I already made my thoughts on Cincinnati. Like where Ohio's put. I believe Oregon and Michigan State are there. Alabama, don't care that they lost. Tell me again that if, if Alabama, like, tell, I dare you to tell me that Alabama's going to lose another game. They're not. They're not. They might still beat Georgia. I know Georgia has the amazing, incredible defense, but I think you give, I think Alabama really can beat them. I just think Bryce Young is really, really incredible. Their receivers are really, really incredible. And it's Nick Saban we're talking about. He's going to find a way to win. Just because he lost to Texas A&M does not mean anything. Does not mean anything at all. I agree with the rankings. I do. I really, really do. Um, besides that, let's go into the preview for this next week. Not as... So again, another week we're not as big, big games. I'm like... I want give us something exciting, you know? Give us something big. But the schedule is not looking that hot. We we start off with my LSU Tigers going against Alabama. You know what? They're gonna die. There's gonna be a there's going to be a funeral service for the LSU Tigers facing against Alabama. This is gonna be this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be so bad. They're going to die from Bama. They're going the splitter will have in my notes. LSU is gonna die from Bama. Enough set. Enough set. Auburn. I have Auburn being Texas A&M. That's probably the closest matchup in ranking wise. I just have. I just have Auburn being Texas A&M. Not even a hot take. Just had to say something about it. Um. But uh, I really want to spice things up. I want to spice things up. You're gonna give me a bad week of uh, not as entertaining. I'm gonna. I'm gonna spice things up. Give me. Oh, I know I'm so dumb. I know I'm so dumb for doing this. Give me an FSU upset over NC State. Oh, but Taylor, NC State beat Clemson. Clemson beat Florida State. I don't care. We need an upset. This is going to be the upset. This is my upset. This is it. This is it, baby. I, I need something good to happen. I, need to, I just need entertainment. So I'm just throwing it out there. Just, just give me a good game. Give me a good game. Give me the upset. Okay, just give me something. I need something. Um, and then, cause for <laughs> just for fun, <laughs> just cause I want another upset. Give me UNC over Wake Forest. Maybe Sam Howell just turns it on, becomes the Heisman candidate we all thought he was gonna be against Wake Forest. It'd be hilarious. It'd be absolutely hilarious, and I want it to happen. Please, please. Two upset picks. Why not? Let him hit, please. I lucked out last week. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. <laughs> Just give me something. Um, this past week for NFL has been absolutely ridiculous. Um, I mean, we're we're, we're going to start with the games thing. And then we're going to start with the stuff outside of football. The, you know what I'm talking about. Um, start off last Thursday night. Um, Packers, they surprised me. They beat Cardinals. Um, Rodgers did not have his main weapons. He had nobody. 
But sure enough, that Randall Cobb, Aaron Rodgers connection is still there after all these years. And he gets it done. He beats um, Kyler. Should they probably have lost that drive? Probably. But AJ Green, learn to turn your head, bud. Um, next, Bengals. I, I had a feeling when I was making the podcast last week, I was like, oh yeah, I'm so heavy on the Bengals. I'm talking about how Bengals are the best team in the AFC. And I'm thinking in my head, I go against the Jets this week. It gave me very much Rams vibes from last year when the Jets beat the Rams. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, the Jets are going to beat the Bengals this weekend, aren't they? They definitely are. Sure enough, I'm sitting on my bed watching this game Sunday. I'm like, I see the combat coming. I'm like, no. No. And yes, yes, it did. It happened. They choked. Does this mean the Bengals are out of it? Absolutely not. Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon still looked very, very well. Uh, it was just that Mike White magic. Simple. It was the Mike White magic. Can't stop it. Can't stop it. Well, for my predictions, they will be stopped. But, can't stop the Mike White magic. Can't do it. At least last Sunday, you could. Um, Bengals still good. Still probably top. I think they're still top AFC. Uh, they go against the Browns um, next weekend. Talk more about that later. But don't jump off the Bengals bandwagon, okay? Stay right where you're at. Stay right there. Speaking of the Browns. The Cleveland Browns are falling apart, ladies and gentlemen. They are falling apart. They lost 15 to 10. They had Chubb. They had Baker. What's your excuse, Cleveland? Is the defense bad? Don't even bring Odell into it. I'm going to talk about it later. Don't even bring Odell into this. Don't do it. I chose you guys to win this AFC. And you have disappointed me week after week. And you lost. You just had to lose to the Steelers. The one team. The one team, man. And if that wasn't enough, I chose Detroit to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Just like about every other social media analyst thinking they were genius. Oh, yes. Detroit's going to win. Detroit's going to win. They, they got smacked around. They got killed. Dan Campbell, what happened? What happened? That was horrible. That was so bad. You let Philadelphia put 44 on you. What happened? What happened? I still believe Dan Campbell is a great coach. They have a great future, but I'm not picking them to win another game this season. I'm not doing it. Just give them the number one overall pick already. Horrible. Horrible. Rams are back to being the number one team in the NFL. Took a little two or three weeks, but they're back. They're back. And they're, uh, they're here to stay. They're here to stay. Matthew Stafford is looking like a MVP frontrunner. I wonder who predicted that. I'm not going to say anything yet because it's not over yet. But I said what I said. I said what I said. But they're back to being the best team. Just acquired Von Miller. Looks very, very good. Very, very good for the Los Angeles Rams. Um, Patriots surprised me as well. I said it was going to be a close game. I was very close on picking the Patriots. And I picked the Chargers. My mistake. 
Um, one rule you don't bet against Bill. You don't do it. It's the one rule. You don't bet. No, that's just two rules. You don't bet on Bill, and you don't bet on Tom. It's the two rules. You don't do it. And I didn't feel like doing it. Well, actually, I did it. I did it. I did. It. I did. It. And uh, they they came back and they shoved it down my throat. Uh, Patriots defense a lockdown. Justin Herbert. Uh, Mac Jones was great. He really did. This Patriots team is for real. They're gonna be a playoff team, and they can really get something moving here. This is one of the buzz could be one of the better rookie quarterback runs we've seen in a long time. Last time we saw a rookie go deep into the playoffs was Lamar Jackson. So let's run it. I mean, screw it. <laughs> this team looks good. Bill Bell. If anybody's gonna do it with a rookie quarterback, it's gonna be Bill Belichick. Um, next, Bucks looks real bad. It looked real bad and lost to a backup quarterback. Um, defense just lost it. I don't know if it's because the game plans changed. They thought they were going to have to deal with um, Simeon, but they ended up, I mean, with Jameis and they get Simeon. Don't know if that messed with it. Kamara kind of ran over them a lot. Um, Sean Payton, incredible coach game. Incredible coach game for Sean Payton. But, um, yeah. Bucks did not look good. Brady, especially with two turnovers. Two bad turnovers, I might add. These were not Brady-worthy turnovers. This wasn't this wasn't their game. Uh, you know what? They lost bad to the Saints last year as well. But they yeah, at the end, of the, the end of the year they ended up being champions. So what are you gonna do about it? Um let me fix this a bit. Is that better? Okay. Anyway. The Jameis injury sucks. It sucks. It's you just hate seeing any player get injured. But Jameis Winston's such a light-hearted, happy-go-lucky guy, and he really cares about his team. And to have to tear an ACL in that moment in your first game back against your old team that threw you away. It sucks to see. I can only imagine what he's going through. But of course, he doesn't let it bother him. He's in the clubhouse, in the locker room after the win, dancing on crutches. Supporting his boys, dancing around on crutches. That's why people love Jameis Winston. He does things like that. And it's sad. It is really, really sad. Cowboys. Did not have Dak. They had Cooper Rush start for them, and they beat the Vikings. This team is the second best team in the NFL, right behind the Rams. They are the second best team. I know a lot of people are putting them number one. Stephen A. I'm looking at you. Very surprising that you would do that to them. But no, I don't think they are. I think the Rams beat this beats this team. It's, yeah, I think they do beat them. It's gonna be close. I don't know when exactly they play each other, or if uh, they should play each other. They should play each other. I'm not exactly sure when, but uh, I do believe the Rams would beat them. They are Rams are the best team. Cowboys second. I always, I always hate talking. I always hate it. I always hate it. New York Giants, I hate you again. I hate you so much. I hate you so, 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 so much. Horrible coaching. Fire everybody. Fire everybody. 
Horrible. Defense did not play bad at all. Tip off to you, defense. Offensively and coaching by Joe Judge was horrible. It was horrible. Absolutely horrible. The pain is back. And I hate it. Hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Kansas City, if you think you're good after beating us after that, you guys looked horrible. Don't get it twisted. That, that was two horrible teams playing. That, that was horrible. I am seriously thinking of the Kansas City Chiefs don't make the playoffs. I mean, you, that was bad. That was real, real bad, Chiefs. Do not get ahead of yourself. That's enough of the game talk, and now we'll talk about a more serious incident. The other day, Henry Ruggs killed a woman and her dog after going 156 miles an hour down the road. Made impact at 126 miles per hour. That is horrible. Prayers go out to everybody involved. That is something that you don't want to see. And driving under the influence should never happen. It was a stupid decision by Henry Ruggs. And he's going to pay for it. It's a very sad thing to happen. It's sad to see the way that this NFL community is reacting to it. Um, if you in any way are saying free rugs or supporting rugs in any form, stop. He has every right to be locked up for half of his life. He messed up. He messed up real bad. I don't care if it was an accident. These are rules. These are laws. He knows he messed up. I thought Derek Carr put it greatly. You don't. I don't want to see you saying that he should die or anything like that. You should just say you pray for him and you hope he goes through this process like. Derek Carr said it beautifully. He's such a good leader. Such a great person. Such a great character. Incredible captain for that team. And it's going to be an emotional game this weekend for them. Just a very messed up situation. Very messed up situation. We go off from that to... The free Odell phase. Odell Beckham Jr. has been excused two days straight from practice. He was there, ready to practice as usual, and he was told to go home. He was excused. Odell is not the problem in this situation. Odell has not said anything in this situation. His dad said something about it, and people around him have said it about it. He has not said anything. Um, why? Because Odell Beckham Jr. is the most misunderstood person in sports. I felt so bad for him when he was with the Giants. Everything he said was taken out of proportion, out of context. And Odell in those, in his last year of being a New York Giant, was so good. He was a good guy. He was under control, he was mature. He was saying the right things. He was supporting his teammates. 
He's being a good leader. And then we shipped him off. Because of old stuff. Because he was a diva. Because he brought too much attention to us. Are you kidding me? And he is handling... This, the, I, I'm surprised that he hasn't come out and said something about this earlier. He does not get the ball. He's the most one of the most talented and dynamic receivers this world has ever seen. And Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski refuse to give him the ball. There is a 12-minute video, I'm sure you've seen it by now, if you're even following the story, that is posted on Odell Beckham Sr.'s Instagram. 12 minutes. You can look it up on YouTube as well. Just look up Odell is always open. Watch it for yourself. There's the proof you need. Um, Cleveland Browns, if you are in the right mind, you should release this man right now. That way he can go onto a team and actually win a championship. Simple as that, because this is not working for your team. And the way you have treated him in this situation is poor. Free Odell Beckham Jr. Sad to see it come to this, but... Sad. Another crazy thing. This Aaron Rodgers vaccination thing. If you don't know what's happened, Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID. Or actually, I don't even know if he tested positive for COVID. But it turns out he's unvaccinated. He said that he was vaccinated. And lied about it. So he's out this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. Jordan Love will get his first ever career start. I, I don't care if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. Doesn't matter to me. It's the lying part that kind of gets me upset. Why would you lie about it? Um, it's a whole other bag of things that I don't want to get into. Don't want to get political about it. At the end of the day, he's letting his team down. Um, but I'm sure he will come back and he will be the same A-Rod that um, he's always been. Uh, just a real, this is a really big week for just like injuries. Henry Ruggs, I mean, not, not Henry Ruggs. Derrick Henry, injured and possibly out for the rest of the season. Foot injury. Possibly on a, a historic running back pace. I don't think we've ever seen a running back have this series of games with this much dominance ever. Truly, truly incredible. And it's sad to see it get held up like this. But he's going to come back and he's going to go back to running over everybody. He is incredible. One of the best running backs. He is probably the best running back in the league. And uh, yeah. But that being a negative or positive comes from it. All day Peterson is back, baby. AP. All day is back. And Adrian Peterson is simply one of the best running backs to ever do it. Um, I believe he's only 400 yards of beating Emmett Smith's career rushing record, I believe. Um, and he's going to do that with the Titans. It's going to be very awesome to see. I hope he gets something rolling here. And I hope he shows the league that he's still got something left. Always better when Adrian's in this league. Don't know why he wasn't signed earlier.
back with the COVID stuff. Saquon got COVID. Um, I, it is not confirmed that he will be out this weekend because he needs to get two negative tests. It does not look good for him right now, but it still is a possibility. So that, and then we find out that Michael Thomas is officially out for the year. Dealing with an ankle injury, another star that we will not get to see play this year. Sad stuff. Very, very sad stuff. Now we get to move on to everyone's favorite part of the podcast, the NFL preview. Currently, it is Thursday night. I have not checked the Jets and Colts score. It is currently being played. It's not being played in the background. I have not checked the score. I'm taking the Colts. No Mike White magic this time. Colts over the Jets. Colts take the W. Again, have not seen the score yet. Have not seen the score yet, but it is currently being played. Uh, Raiders by a million over the Giants. This is, I know it's going to be hard for the Raider teams with the whole Henry Ruggs situation, but this Giants team is horrible. Um, Raiders have a field that. Derek Carr have an MVP performance. I don't care. Just bury this team. Bury him. I want him done. I want an embarrassing level type game from the Giants. Just to prove that everybody, including Danny Dimes, should be off this team. Not everybody, but Danny Dimes and his coaches has to be gone. I'm sorry, Danny. I'm sorry. I'm off. I'm off the train. I'm off. I can't deal with it anymore. I need a consistent quarterback. I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't. Uh, that being said, next, Bengals, they're winning against the Browns with all this um, Odell and Baker stuff. <sighs> yeah. Bengals are still better, the best team in the AFC North, I believe. So, yeah. Bengals over the Browns, baby. Next, Cowboys. They beat the Broncos. Broncos with one of the less entertaining wins this past week it was against Washington. This wasn't a good game. Um, and you got the Cowboys with the second best team in the league. Yeah. Should be an easy one. Hopefully. Actually, not hopefully. Eh. Maybe. Trayvon Diggs. Don't do I make it? Do I make this prediction? Trayvon Diggs interception. Y'all make it. Y'all make it. Trayvon Diggs gets an interception. Back on the hype train. Back on the interception train. Let's go, baby. Um, next, Texans. They lose to the Dolphins. Dolphins get their second win of the year. Texans are just... With Davis Mills, I just don't think they're as good. Dolphins have a lot of potential with Tua. Uh, maybe we get this Waddle to um, to a connection rolling again. They had a really hard run this past week against the Bills. Bills actually embarrassed them. But... Um, Let's bring back. Let's bring back. Dolphins over the Texans. Next, we got Saints against the Falcons. Trevor Simeon, let's go, baby. Let's roll with it. Actually, don't know who's starting at quarterback. Could be Hill. Could be Taysom Hill. Very well, could be. Doesn't matter. I'm taking the Saints. Doesn't matter who's at quarterback for this team. Sean Payton's going to coach them incredibly to a win. Don't know how, but. Saints should win. Should win over the Calvin Ridley list Falcons. I forgot to even mention, Calvin Ridley is taking a step away from football at the moment. Focus on his mental health. Go you, man. Um, if anybody's hanging with that decision, you are you are you're in the wrong. If you are going through mental health issues and you are not at your best state to compete, you need to step away. It's better for you. And it's better for your team. 
That being said, Calvin Ridley, no Calvin Ridley for the Falcons. Give me the Saints over the Falcons. Lost my notes again. Um, Patriots versus the Panthers. Again, I'm high on the on the Patriots right now, and I'm taking them again. Um, Panthers, they got a win over the Falcons, but no, no. Patriots look for a um, big game for them. I'm feeling a big game. A uh, little bit of a revenge game for Gilmore. Gilmore. Didn't think about this. Now I'm just taking the Patriots. Patriots all the way. Patriots over the Panthers. Give me. Uh, Bills are going to kill the Jaguars. I mean, Jaguars made Geno Smith look like Russell Wilson. So, imagine what the Bills are going to do to them. It's going to be shaky. It's going to be very shaky. Very shaky game. Uh, then we got Ravens against the Vikings. Vikings, very, very, very bad performance against the Cowboys. No Dak. They got beat by Cooper Rush. Jefferson got locked down by Diggs. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Not good. I'm taking the Ravens here. Uh, yeah. Lamar Jackson needs to get back on his MVP train. And uh, Vikings, they're going to bring it to you. Give me the Ravens over the Vikings. Uh, Chargers, they get a bounce back win going against Philadelphia. Philly, I don't care that you beat Detroit by 44. Chargers are going to whoop you. Herbert needs a bounce back game. They're going against a very bad defense in Philadelphia. Let's light him up, Herbert. Packers beat the Chiefs with Jordan Love. That's how confident I am that this Chiefs is a fraud team. They are horrible. Jordan Love in his first career start. Start. He's going to beat him. He's going to beat him. This Packer team is good. Very, very good. And they're going to they're gonna beat this Chiefs team. Simple. Next, Cardinals against the 49ers. And the Cardinals just had a loss, but they were a throwaway from winning the game. They're still very, very good. They're still very, very good. Do not get it twisted. Cardinals are going to beat the 49ers. Jimmy G had a good game against Chicago. Looked uh, had a couple of rushing touchdowns. Was very impressive. They get the mobility stuff rolling. I'm not sure if Kittle will be back. I'm not sure, but I still think no matter what, the Cardinals pull off this win. Rams versus Titans probably the game of the week. Very 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 big game. Two powerhouses. Um, Titans did lose Derrick Henry, but they do have AP. I'm taking the Rams. They're the best team. And the last time I was talking about how the Rams were the best team, they lost to the Cardinals. But. AFC, AFC seems a lot weaker than the NFC, and the Rams are on top of that NFC right now. AFC has been all over the place. You don't know who's the best. Titans have a good run at that right now, but I don't think they pull it off over the Rams. Next, Steelers versus the Bears. These are two teams that I hate. I do not like the Bears or the Steelers, and I would be lying to you if I said I only chose Steelers to win because I want the Bears to get a worse draft pick. Could be lying to you. Could be lying to you. But it, it's true. Um, but I do think the Steelers are just generally a better team than the Bears. Bears, I could see Justin Heels, Justin Fields having having a bounce back type of game. Kinda out of nowhere type thing. 
Sure. Yeah. Let me just pop off against a crappy team in the Steelers. But no, I don't see that happening. Uh, I think the Steelers have this one. And that's all for the predictions. I had a very good week in fantasy football. Not to my own horn. Not to my own horn. Had a very good week for fantasy. One of the, I think it's the first time that all of my teams have won. Very impressive stuff by me. Little, little pat on the back. But <laughs> I'm going to give a little shout out to my friend Emery. He's going through it right now. He has he had Aaron Rodgers at his quarterback. And he had Derrick Henry at running back. And the rest of his team is just underperforming. Like prayers to that man. In the league that we are in. This league. I'm in four leagues. But the league that I'm in with him. Loser has to be in a Waffle House for 24 hours. And right now it's looking like it's him. So uh, if you're watching this, this video. And you've gotten to this point. I want you to just shoot a little prayer. To Emery. Emery, we're here for you. And uh, no matter what, no matter what a waffle house you end up in, we'll be there for you. And we're going to sit there and watch you eat waffles. And so you can't eat waffles no more. That's all I got for you guys for this week's episode. Hope for another good week of exciting football. And uh, if you're not following us on any of the other social media platforms, um, Taylor's Cold Takes on any platform. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Go follow us. Thank you all so much for watching, and I'll see you back next week. Let's go.